Sour smell of raw crude hung heavy in the still, humid East Texas air. Some men found the sulfurous odor around oil fields unpleasant, too acrid. William Dodd thought it smelled delicious, despite its stickiness and the way it seemed to cling to everything, including his clothes. The petroleum smell was a fragrance of success to men like Dodd, H.L. Hunt, Sid Richardson, and Kenneth Davis. Bill Dodd only hoped that he could find success on the same grand scale as they and a handful of others had. Parts of Texas were turning dozens of men into millionaires literally overnight. Almost anywhere a drill went down came a black geyser so bountiful it made the earth shudder when spewing forth its dark riches. No one could guess how extensive the subterranean pools were, nor did anyone seem to care as long as the wells kept coming in. Prime leases were being gobbled up at an astounding rate, and tonight William Dodd stood on his very own recently acquired oil lease property, adjoining the latest bonanza held by Haroldson Lafayette Hunt, the so-called Dad Joiner lease. Over 4,000 acres lay immediately west of the land leased by Dodd. Tonight, Staring up at a star-filled sky, he allowed himself to dream of William Porter Dodd's name becoming as well-known as Hunt's, Joiner's, and Richardson's. He was certain that his feet were planted on soil covering oil pools connected to Hunt's seemingly bottomless wells. Tomorrow, his lease would be legally recorded, and that would be the beginning of everything, and the end of years of poverty and fruitless wildcatting elsewhere. Coming to East Texas had been the smartest move of his life. Sarah hadn't wanted to come, he remembered. Her reluctance to follow him up from Beaumont was the reason he'd started seeing Molly occasionally, to help ease his loneliness those first few weeks. Walking away from the driller's tent, his hands shoved deep in his pockets, he thought about the times he'd asked Sarah to pack up and move at a moment's notice, when the next promising wildcat spot had lured him away from his most recent failure. He had stopped counting dry holes long ago, and the money he'd lost, the years of living hand-to-mouth on beans and dreams. A wildcatter's life was always feast or famine, mostly famine unless you struck it big, really big, like Hunt had. Sarah would be glad she'd stuck with him through thick and thin. Beginning tomorrow, she could start planning shopping trips to Houston or Fort Worth to buy a new wardrobe, even some expensive furs if she wanted them. Mrs. William Dodd would soon be able to afford the best of everything. He might even buy Molly something special, as long as Sarah didn't find out. Molly had been especially kind to him until Sarah made up her mind to move to Longview. This sudden turn in their fortune was due to clever moves on his part, not to the blind luck of a kind that seemed to follow men like Hunt and Joyner. He had simply outmaneuvered everyone else by doing his homework, tracking lost heirs to Galveston, San Saba County, and Baton Rouge. Getting the right signatures on a lease worth millions had cost him almost everything he had, while Hunt was too busy drilling the joiner lease to locate the owners of the adjoining property before Dodd found them. He liked the sound of it. William P. Dodd, oil man. If luck was with him, he would soon be the youngest millionaire in the oil patch before 1932 came to a close. Near a stand of young oak trees, he stopped to look west in the direction of Hunt's property. 
Oil derrick stood like black skeletons atop distant hills. Even though it was well past midnight, men were still moving about near the driller's shacks, while trucks continued to labor back and forth along rutted roads to hunt storage tanks. He could see weak headlights jittering over rough ground and hear engines straining in the distance. One of these days, real soon, they'll be trucking my crude out of here, he thought. For a time, he simply watched the activity on the dad joiner lease, lost in pleasant daydreams of his own forthcoming wealth. He'd already plotted the first well to be dug, marked it with a stake, certain of its location along the same geological formation where Hunt's derrick sprouted from the earth spouting oil. He could almost feel the ground tremble beneath his boots today when he drove his stake into the ground, as if the marker itself might be enough to start black crude bubbling from the ridge he chose to drill. But tomorrow he must record his lease in county records, making everything legal, making the oil he coaxed from the earth the property of William P. and Sarah Louise Dodd. The signed lease had come in today's mail after the last signature was affixed before a notary in San Saba. Just